0: When we read today's parable given by Jesus, we realize that the kingdom of God is different from the utopia we know of. Utopia. We imagine a place where there is no problem, no imperfection, a beautiful and perfect place. That's what utopia is. But the kingdom of heaven jesus is talking about is different it is a place where good and evil coexist jesus came to this world but he did not eradicate all the evil in the world he did not solve all the problems of evil we still have problems of evil evil still exists around us but the evil exists not only around us but evil exists within us. St. Paul believed. He lived all his life believing that he was a good person. Like all other Pharisees do and like we all do. We all think that we are good people. We cannot imagine he could not imagine that he had evil. Within himself. But after meeting Jesus Christ, he realized that the evil did exist right within himself. Not just around him. He experienced the evil within his own heart. So you see, Paul's change was not a change of evil person becoming a good person. Paul's change was the person who didn't realize that he had evil within himself. And after meeting Christ, he realized that he had evil within himself. He was, he used to be blind about himself, but now he sees what he saw what was going on within himself. Listen to St. Paul's confession. For I know. Then nothing good dwells within me that is in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. This is rather a bold statement. Who can say that I have evil within me? It was pretty difficult to admit that he had evil within himself. It is difficult for anyone. But St. Paul was able to do that. What he could not do as a Pharisee, he was able to do through Christ. Yes, the evil is within us also. In today's parable, A person sowed good seed, but the enemy came by at night and sowed weeds. As they both grew, the servant could see the the weeds. When they were small, they didn't see it. But as they grew, they started seeing the weeds in the field. So servant said, should we gather them? Should we pluck, pluck them out? And Jesus said, no, let them be. Jesus' answer really bothered me at first. When I read this passage, it was very, I was, I felt really uncomfortable to accept Jesus' message. Why did he tell servants to leave them alone? If you see evil, don't you want to take them out? If you see the evil, don't you want to get rid of it? If you have a evil within you, don't you want to get rid of it? Don't we have, have to fight against the evil? So I struggled with what Jesus said. I tried to enter into Jesus' heart. What was he trying to say? And I realized that when Jesus said, leave them alone, underneath what he said, there was a truth that he was saying. The truth was, the weeds can never conquer the wheat. That truth. The weeds can never conquer the wheat because he had that conviction. He let them be. That is good news for us. The evil can never conquer the good. Even though we have evil within us, it will never consume us. Even though we have darkness within us, it will never control us. Even though we have sin within us, It will never paralyze us. That's what Jesus believed. And that's what we believe. Sometimes we become dark when we see our own shortcomings. We see greed and selfishness and laziness within us. And because of our greed and selfishness, we hurt others, we make people suffer. We don't like ourselves doing that. But somehow we do it anyway. We feel so powerless and helpless. Our selfishness, our greed make other people suffer. But we have no power to not do it. And we fall into self-pity, focusing so much on our negative traits. And that doesn't help us overcome our own weaknesses. That is my second point. When Jesus, said, when Jesus said, let them be, he wants us not to, not to focus so much on your weeds. Not to focus so much on your problems. Don't give so much attention to them. When Jesus sowed good seeds, the Pharisees and the religious leaders sowed weeds. They didn't help Jesus. They sowed weeds. They attacked Jesus. They misrepresented what Jesus said. And they even said that Jesus got the power from the devil and did all those miracles. They never helped Jesus. They continuously spread weeds when Jesus sowed good seeds. But Jesus did not give so much attention to their opposition and attack. Jesus let them be. Even to the point of let them take Jesus to the cross. Jesus simply continued to do what he had to do. He wasn't discouraged because of opposition. You know, Jesus' disciple, Judas. I mean, Jesus spent so much time with him, all the 12 disciples, but Jesus knew that Judas would betray him. That is hurting. He spent so much time with him, and he knew that he would betray him. But Jesus, let him be. This is what uh, uh, the scripture says. Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I give this piece of bread, when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped a, di- a piece of bread, he gave it to Judah, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Even though he was hurting, Jesus let him be. It is aching. When somebody betrays you, it is hard to take. And that emotion of Jesus was well captured in Gospel John. It says, After seeing this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. Jesus was troubled in spirit, but Jesus let Judas be. One well, St. Paul had a thorn in the flesh, and this thorn really hurt him. And also this thorn was not just regular thorn, it was a thorn given by Satan. Most people wanna would want to get rid of the thorn because it was given by Satan. I don't want that. And most people will want it, and Paul wanted it too. So he prayed three times. Three times doesn't mean that three times physically. Three means perfect number. So as much as he could, he prayed to for, uh, for God to take away that thorn. But God's answer was strange. God's answer was, let it be. Let thorn be in you, even though it was given by Satan. And then God said this, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly Of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Instead of focusing on the thorn, God told Paul to focus on God's grace. The thorn made Paul weak, but in that weakness, Paul experienced the power of God working through his weaknesses. His focus He focused not on his weakness, but on God's power. He discovered this spiritual secret. When you meet Christ, you don't become strong, but you find God's strength. Sometimes you even become weak when you meet Christ, because you see your own sins, you see your own evil. So you become weak, but in that weakness, you find God's strength. So through Christ, we see God's strength. St. Paul became weak because of the thorn given to him, but he saw the power of God. Because of the cross, Jesus became weak, but in his weakness, the power of God was manifested and brought about the resurrection. Those who don't believe, they only see the weakness of the cross. But for those who believe, they see the power of the resurrection behind the cross. We witness sometimes, my friends, that evil in this world is getting stronger and stronger. And we feel so powerless and hopeless. And when the evil oppresses the weak and takes advantage of the powerless, sometimes we wonder, what can we do? When we witness the power of evil, we become very weak. We experience our own powerlessness. But let us trust that the evil will never overcome the good. Evil will never conquer the good. Because there is God. And we trust that. But if we focus too much on your evil and give too much attention to the evil, then there is a danger of falling into darkness. We have to put our focus on God and God's goodness and God's righteousness. We have to fight the good fight. We may face evil in our own lives. We see it. But let us not dwell on that. Let us fo- focus on the good will of God. When we focus on the evil, eventually, without realizing it, hatred can arise from within you. That's what we do. When we face the evil, the hatred comes up from within us. And that through that hatred, we may do worse evil. Then it will be like uprooting the wheat in our attempt to get rid of weeds. When Jesus said, let them be, he didn't mean to to do nothing. We have to continuously do our best to do good. Don't get discouraged because the evil gets stronger. It will never win. That is our conviction. In the end, good and evil, God will divide. God's righteousness will be established. God will bring his justice. Let us trust that and let us fight the good fight. I know you all struggle, the darkness within you, the evil within you. Don't dwell on it. You'll be consumed by it. Trusting God. Look to Jesus and his grace. You'll be able to overcome your own darkness, your own negativity, your own criticism. And you'll be filled with God's strength and God's grace. Trust that good will overcome the evil. Always do the good. Fight the good fight.